Hello, this is FEM, a podcast where we discuss topics and issues about sexual assault, sexual health, and femininity. My name is Noah Joseph. So, International Women's Day was a few days back. And I read up on some news and non-committal speeches. Yes, there's been gradual changes and developments over the decades, but we are a long way from getting inclusive healthcare and services. And it is mostly up to us to not just take preventative measures, but ensure that all women have access to the care and information we all need to lead healthy and fulfilling lives. In low-income countries, the maternal mortality rate is 462 deaths per 100,000 live births. And in high-income countries, 811 deaths per 100,000 live births. Similarly, the infant mortality rate in low-income countries is 29 deaths per 1,000 live births and 3 deaths per 1,000 live births in high-income countries. Approximately 214 million women of reproductive age in developing countries who want to avoid pregnancy are not using a modern concept of contraceptive methods. This contributes to high rates of unintended pregnancies and unsafe abortions, which can lead to maternal mortality and illnesses. In low-income countries, non-communicable diseases such as diabetes, hypertension, and cancer account for more than half of all deaths among women aged 15 to 49. Approximately 10 to 15% of women in developing countries experience postpartum depression, but many do not receive appropriate healthcare services or support due to stigma and lack of resources. Globally, one in three women have experienced physical or sexual violence, even both at a point sometimes at some point in their lives. Inclusive health education and services recognize and respect the diversity of women's bodies, identities, and experiences. They provide comprehensive information and support that is inclusive of all women, regardless of their race, ethnicity, sexual orientation, gender identity, or ability. Sexual health is a crucial aspect of our overall health and well-being. It is not just about avoiding sexually transmitted infections or unwanted pregnancies, but also about having fulfilling and enjoyable sexual experiences. Many women, particularly those in marginalized communities, face barriers to accessing sexual health education and services that are tailored to their specific needs and experiences. These services ought to be accessible, affordable, and culturally responsive. I could go on and on about what the government and healthcare sector can do, but let's be honest, this is mostly on us to advocate for ourselves, to empower, educate, and protect ourselves and each other. For some of us who don't know, let's begin by learning what sexual health means. Sexual health means feeling good about yourself and your sexuality. It involves having safe and satisfying sexual experiences being able to express yourself sexually and feeling comfortable 
with your body. Also, there is sexual health activity, which is any action or behavior that promotes sexual health. This can include practicing safe sex by using condoms or other forms of contraception, getting regular checkups for sexually transmitted infections, and getting an open and honest communication with sexual partners. Also, exploring your sexuality in a safe and consensual manner and seeking help or support for any sexual health issues or concerns. But there are so many barriers that women face in accessing sexual health care. Some of these include lack of resources in adequate healthcare infrastructure. Also, many women may not have financial resources to pay for healthcare services and one significant cost associated with accessing sexual health care service is the cost of the services themselves. Many women may not have health insurance that covers the services and even those who do may still face high out-of-pocket costs. Additionally, there can be high transportation costs, especially for women living in rural areas or low-income communities. Finally, the cost of prescription drugs and other medical supplies. There is also lack of education because many women have not received adequate education on sexual health, including information about contraception, sexually transmitted infections, and reproductive health. This can lead to confusion and fear. It can prevent women from seeking the care they need. Also, cultural beliefs and social norms have created a stigma around women's sexual health leading to shame or embarrassment and this can make it difficult for women to discuss their sexual health concerns with healthcare providers there is also lack of access for women in rural and remote areas who have limited or zero access to sexual health services including clinics and healthcare providers this can make it difficult for women to obtain the care that they need. Cultural and religious beliefs also play a role in shaping women's attitude towards sexual health. Some cultures and religion view sex as taboo or immoral. Sometimes women face discrimination and bias in healthcare settings, which leads to a lack of trust in healthcare providers and reluctance to seek care. There is also the fear of judgment by healthcare providers or others in our community for our sexual behaviors or concern which can prevent us from seeking help. In some cases, there are language barriers where women who do not speak the same language of their healthcare providers struggle to communicate their sexual health concerns, leading to misunderstandings and inadequate care. What can we do? So where do we begin? I think it starts with advocacy and education. First of all, women make up to 70% of workers in the health and social sector, but occupy fewer leadership roles and are paid less. We need more women in leadership roles, not just in medical space, but also in politics to help to advocate for increase in public funding for sexual health care services to make them affordable and accessible to everyone. This can include increasing funding for public health clinics, community health centers, and other low-cost or free healthcare providers. Implementing policies that makes it easier for people to enroll in health insurance. 
increasing education and awareness by educating the public about sexual health care, reproductive health, and the importance of regular checkups can help increase awareness and encourage people to seek out healthcare services. Community leaders, healthcare providers, and government officials can work to address these barriers by promoting open and honest discussions about sexual health and encouraging people to seek out healthcare services. Education can take many forms, from formal classroom education to online resources and community outreach programs. These resources should provide information on a wide range of topics, including consent, contraception, STI prevention and treatment, sexual pleasure and reproductive health. We can also seek out organizations that are working to provide sexual health education and services to marginalized community. These organizations can also partner with religious and community leaders to help overcome cultural and religious barriers by building trust and increasing awareness of the importance of sexual health and reproductive rights. What can the rest of us do as individual and collective? We can educate ourselves and others about the importance of sexual health care. We can volunteer in NGOs and outreaches seeking to promote sexual health. We can ask questions, express concerns and needs to our healthcare providers and be firm in our expectations. It is also paramount that we seek out healthcare providers who are respectful, empathetic and take into account our individual needs and experiences. We can also obtain healthcare insurance and research health insurance options, evaluate costs and benefits of different health insurance plans to find the one that meets our healthcare needs and fit our budget, and also understand what healthcare services are covered under our insurance plan, including sexual healthcare services, prescription drugs, and preventive care services, such as pap tests, and mammograms. Finally, let's talk about the five P's of sexual health. Protection, partner, prevention, practice, and pleasure. Protection is a crucial aspect of sexual health. This involves using condoms, dental dams, or other barrier methods to protect yourself from sexually transmitted infection and unwanted pregnancies. It is important to choose sexual partners who respect and value your sexual health. Having open communication with your partner about sexual health concerns and practices is essential for maintaining a healthy sexual relationship. Prevention includes taking measures to prevent STI and unwanted pregnancies, such as getting tested for STI using contraception and avoiding high-risk sexual behavior. Practicing healthy sexual behaviors, such as using lubrication and communicating openly with your partner about sexual desires and boundaries. Sexual pleasure is an important aspect of sexual health. It is essential to prioritize pleasure and explore one's sexual desire in a safe and a consensual manner. Learning about one's own body and sexual preferences can enhance sexual pleasure and promote sexual health. Thank you so much for joining me today. Please rate this podcast and share with whoever it might benefit. If you have any questions, suggestions, or feedback, don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram at fem underscore gram. My name is Noah Joseph. Let's continue to support and uplift each other.